Welcome to the Principal's Office Podcast, where we believe that the principal's job is the most interrupted job on the planet, and creating a clear and cohesive plan is the best way to improve your school. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Miller. I'm the founder of Leaders Building Leaders, and it's my goal each week to introduce you to new strategies and initiatives that are improving schools across the country. You're going to learn leadership principles that are going to help you accelerate your growth, build your teams, and execute on those goals so you can exceed those expectations of the communities that you aim to serve. If you want to learn more about what we do, you can go to our website at lbleaders.com. But for right now, enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Everybody, Tom Miller here, and uh, thanks, thanks, thanks again for being part of our community and uh, listening to this podcast. And 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 so hope you are doing well. This December, what is it, seventeenth now? We're eight days away from from Christmas, and we're in the middle of celebrating Hanukkah and uh, you know Kwanzaa soon, or you know whatever holiday that you may be celebrating uh, this upcoming holiday season. Uh, make sure that you do it in a present way. You know, uh, there's one thing for sure that COVID has done. If you're not paying attention to this, please do. COVID has forced us to be present. COVID has forced us to, to change our daily habits of being busy <laughs> or too, too busy, right? You might be forced in the living room or, you know, forced in your house way more often than you have ever been. And I know one thing, one thing that I am grateful for, grateful to COVID for, right? There's not a lot to be grateful for, but this is one thing that I'm 100% grateful for to COVID is it has forced me to rethink my daily schedule and to rethink my time, right? Uh, Where I work, who I work with, um, and, and most importantly, forced me to be more present and around uh, family. And because, you know, I've got a 7-year-old and a 12-year-old, and my, my wife and I have been married for 17 years, and, and I'm always trying to get better as, as a dad and a spouse. And I've had to get better. <laughs> Everybody, I've had to get better during this time for sure. So uh, whatever you're doing this holiday break, please take care of yourself. Uh, take time. To build awareness um, and and uh, you know reflect on what on what you've done. I'm going to be uh, releasing a lesson in the next you know a couple of days about your year in review. So I, uh, I check that out and look for its uh, release. So what I wanted to talk about today is that you know a, a very hot uh, topic in 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 the news and in the in the break room and in in the uh, Facebook chats. I mean you know you know just everything is is about student failure and teacher resignations, right? Students are failing, teachers are resignations. And then the common question I get from uh, school leaders, you know, as a coaching uh, consultant and uh, strategist is, what do I do? You know, what do we do? How do we solve this? So, you know, remember, the goals of these calls and these resources is to – it is to really share with you what I'm learning, right? What is coming into my awareness when, you know, when I'm helping other schools, uh, you know, as their coach and consultant and strategist. So, you know, 
I personally believe that the that any problem that you have as an organizational leader, team leader, organizational leader, need to be solved as close to the to the action as possible, right? So when so when you hear that you know students are failing, teachers need to be the solution drivers to that, right? And leaders need to be listening. Leaders need to be asking more questions and directing less, right? So when the leader asks me, what do I do? Well, the first thing you do is you find out as much information as possible, right? You, you ask questions. You don't judge. You, you get clarity on what, what has been done, right? And what, and, what, and what could we do that we haven't tried yet? So now, I've heard this many times as, you know, recently I've, you know, been the head of a school, uh, you know, and I'm, you know, still working in uh, capacity in many schools and, and, you know, talking to a teacher recently, you know, and they had said they had multiple kids who hadn't logged in, they hadn't heard from and hadn't uh, completed work. And, and I said, well, you know, and I said, I've, I've tried everything, Dr. Miller. I've tried everything. And I was like, oh, well, when you, um, when you talk to the parent, you know, well, what did they say? Well, I haven't actually talked to the parent. Well, well what do you mean? What, like, when you called them, what happened? It's, well, they never answered. Okay, well when, well, when you left the message, like, what did you say to do? Like, you know, like, oh, I didn't leave a message. Well, how come you didn't leave a message? Because I didn't know what number to leave. I didn't want to leave my private number. So what you're telling me is that, you know, we've got these uh, students predicted to, to fail because they haven't turned in work, mainly because they haven't answered an email, right? Do we know that they're getting the email? And so those, those questionings, you know, might be a little leading, right? <laughs> and you might be thinking to yourself, like, wow, it's just common sense. But, you know, in times of crisis, in times of crisis, most of us aren't really thinking common sense, right? Because this, this uh, pandemic isn't, isn't, isn't common sense worthy. <laughs> I mean, who would have ever thought that we all would have been locked in our homes, you know, basically for the next, for the last nine months. And it's probably going to go on another three to six months at least. So start by asking questions and getting, getting to the truth, you see, because there's a difference between facts and truth. You know, the facts are what you've done, and facts can change. The truth is, 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 what, is what's really that matters. The truth is what matters. So without judgment, gather your team together, whether it's your team of teachers or one teacher or, a, or your whole set of teachers, and really just start digging into, you know, questions, Right? What are, some, what are some ideas that we could do? Take out, take out all, all perceived barriers, budget, time, staff, resources. Like what are, what, are some, what are some things that we could do? Not what can we do, what could we do? And you may need to break your staff into you know, smaller groups so they feel safer. Don't let a couple people dominate the conversation. Maybe have people brainstorm on a piece of paper for 60 seconds, right? Who can come up with the most ideas in 60 seconds? Go, right? <laughs> Whatever it is, you need, you need your best thinking 
to be as close to the action as possible. Now, from there, you have all these ideas, right? And you're constantly, you know, yes and, right? You know, you know, both, you know, both, right? You're, you're, you're not shutting anything down because you don't want anybody, you don't want anybody on your team to feel as though they're not heard. And as soon as leaders start squashing the answer, right, squashing the idea, nobody's going to participate. The only people that will participate are the more confident leaders that you've already heard from that have gotten you your current results, to be honest, <laughs> right? Your current results are based upon your best thinking. So the same level of thinking that caused the problem cannot be the same level of thinking that solves the problem. You need to raise the thinking. You need to create a think tank. You need to put your people in a position where they can have some think time, right? So ask the question, have them write out a response, journal response, give them, you know, give them a time, a few minutes, right? Then have them, you know, share, share amongst their round table, you know, have them list together all the, all the solutions, right? Nobody's idea is better than the, the next at this time. That's not what we're doing. We're just getting as many ideas as we possibly can. Now, one more important piece that I've learned of this. Surrender the need, surrender the need to know how, okay? Surrender the need to know how. Just understand the why. What, why is it important that students engage? Why is it important that students get this work done, right? You've got to be really clear on the why. Don't worry about the how right now. That's not important. When you're, when you're brainstorming ideas, you know, this is not the time to start going deep in the weeds and processing the action steps to get there. Just really focus your time on getting as many ideas as you're possible because your best ideas are going to come from a brainstorming of your worst ideas, right? <laughs> At this point, every idea will work because you don't have, you don't have the results that you're looking for. Okay? And then the other thing I will just caution you at is don't, don't try to one-up anybody's response. Right? At this time, you're looking for your best thinking from your people, and you have a lot more experience and thought and know-how of the bigger picture than they do. So when they share an idea, don't say, oh, let me make that even better, because now you've just diminished their idea, <laughs> and you've reduced their you know, future participation. Okay? So ask a lot of questions. Gather your team together. Right? You know, brainstorm ideas. Every idea will work. Nobody's idea is better than anybody else's at this point. <clears throat> you know, you're not, not prioritizing. You're not, you're not, you know, going down the weeds. You're just brainstorming what could we do. That's all you're at. Not what, what, not what we, have we tried, right, because we've already gotten to that point, right? What could, what could we do? So, you know, 
directing people when they do things when they're already overwhelmed, right? And, you know, feeling like, like a failure doesn't create a culture of leadership. It creates a culture of just bottom level thinking. So that's what I want you to really be um, aware of here. And then, and then, so just, just, you know, one more for this, you know, for this session, you know, a way to, a way to increase um, engagement, right? With, with your staff is that, you know, is affirm the people, right? Affirm and applaud every idea that's shared, okay? Every idea that's shared. Because, you know, at the end of the meeting, what you want to do is you want to guarantee that people felt heard. So affirm their ideas, right? You may want to just write their name next to the ideas and, and point them out. And then, and then tell the staff what you're, what you're going to do with the information, okay? So, you know, I might say I'm going to take the next 24 hours, 48 hours to a process. Um, you know, I'm going to come back to you to get some, you know, clarification on your thoughts. So keep on thinking on, on your own idea. How would you make your idea better, right? Um, you, you, know, you know, whatever that may be. But you need to tell them what your next steps are going to be as a leader, okay? They need to know and understand your decision-making process because they know ultimately, you know, the decision and the responsibility ends with you. But you're bringing up information because they're the, they're the smartest people. They're the best, best ones that can help you. Now, when you do, you know, decide in whatever process that you use, you know, to get there, you need to let everybody know, like, hey, you know, we had 77 ideas and some were really great. And here's just a couple of reasons why we didn't try a few. But I really appreciate you guys, you know, coming together, brainstorming on these uh, challenges, right? Because that's, that's really, that's really a critical um, that, they've, that they've done that. So let them know, you know, what it is that you have done and what you considered and what you rejected because the only thing that they need to know is that they've been hurt, right? Because when it comes down to it, people just want to be hurt. <laughs> and and leaders, leaders who don't, Leaders who don't listen, right, take the time to listen, will eventually be surrounded by people who have nothing to say. Okay? Leaders who do not listen will eventually be surrounded by people who have nothing to say. So remember, problems need to be solved as close to the action as possible. And by asking questions, you can achieve multiple goals and engage your team at a much higher level. So try that out over the next you know, couple of days before the break. I'm Tom Miller. Hopefully this lesson was helpful to you. If you want to learn more about what we do, go to our website at lbleaders.com. Um, and I'd be happy uh, in the top right-hand corner, you know, schedule a one-on-one. Just go to the top right-hand corner, schedule a meeting, and I'm happy to spend, you know, 30 minutes to an hour with you thinking through how you can raise student engagement and, um, and, and raise employee engagement at your school. Have a great day, everybody. Be safe.